Hello, hello, welcome back to a new episode of the Leading Yourself podcast. So excited for you to be here today. I am going to share something very personal in today's podcast episode. You know, last year I talk a lot about ending the year strong and creating momentum into 2022. And I share with you all the things that I was doing and all the things that was helping me and have helped me over the years to do that, end the year strong and create momentum into the new year. I did a lot of self-reflection. I did a lot of thinking. I did a lot of journaling. And all of that led me to 10 things that I want to shift in my life in 2022. And today, what I want to do is to share with you what are those 10 things and what are those shifts that I am very intentional this year in making in my life. So let's dig in. Welcome to the Leading Yourself podcast. This is your host, Carolina de Arriba. I'm an HR professional, health and fitness coach, wife, mom, and above all things, a goal getter. In this podcast, we're going to be digging into all things leadership, professional and career development, habits, and relationships. This is a podcast for those who want to become the best version of themselves. Those who have big dreams and are willing to embrace the journey and put in the work to achieve them. My goal is to share with you the tools, tips, and tricks to help you in your journey. So let's dig in into today's episode. Last year, I spent a good chunk of time doing self-reflection and journaling and planning ahead. And I spent time doing a vision board exercise and all the things that I've been sharing with you guys. And it was very eye-opening for me. But what was most eye-opening for me was being able to go to Spain over the, the holidays and spend time with my family. And during that time, I completely disconnect. I disconnect from work. I disconnected from the podcast as well because I had pre-recorded all the podcast episodes that I was launching while I was out before we left. Um, And so I was completely disconnected from all the things that I have to do from my day-to-day, from all the responsibilities and all the work and all the hustle and really took the time to spend quality time with my family that I had not seen in a long time because of the pandemic and really enjoying the holidays. And it was really also eye-opening to me, right, from going from this hustle, hustle, hustle to this vacation mode um, after so long without having done that, um, combined with all the self-reflection that I have been doing was really eye-opening and let me to really rethink, um, what do I want for 2022? So even though I had done a lot of reflection in the year prior, 2021, and I had come up with quote unquote, my plan for 2022, when I came back from the trip, um, I started to think 
and question the plan that I have made for myself for 2022. If you know me, I am always have some crazy idea in my mind and I'm working on something new. I'm constantly trying new things. And if you've been listening long enough or you and I know personally, you know that when I have an idea, I just share it with the world and without knowing how to even make it happen. And then I hustle and I figure it out. And that has been the way that I am for my entire life, I think, but more so in the recent years, because that for me helps me find accountability and it keeps me committed and motivated to what I think are the things that are aligned with what I value most. But during this time of self-reflection and during my vacation, I really started to question that and I went back to review my personal goals and my professional goals. This is an exercise that I've done many times, but it was last year for the first time and I have to blame my friend Scott Miller for this. I put my personal goals and my professional goals side by side for the first time. And coming back from vacation, I started to, I went back to the work that I had done and kind of go over everything, review it and do more self-reflection. Anyways, long story short, I came up with 10 shifts that I want to make in my life in 2022. And things, when I make, when I say shifts, means sometimes are slight changes in direction, sometimes are changes in my perspective, sometimes are changes in my priorities, sometimes is going to be just intensifying something that I was already doing before. So a shift can can be a complete change, could mean stopping something, could mean starting something, could be diminishing something. So not necessarily getting rid of it, but reducing the intensity or can be intensifying something, meaning increasing the intensity or the value um, of something. So let me share what are those 10 shifts that I'm making in 2022. And when I share this, I my hope with this is one, You know, for me, this journey um, and this podcast is about sharing my journey, is about sharing the things that I am learning and figuring out as I go in this journey and bringing you with me. That has always been my intention. I don't think I've ever talked from a place of I know everything and I'm an expert on anything because I don't think I am. But I do believe that I am someone who is very resilient, who always figure things out, and who is very passionate about what I do. So my intent today is sharing with you my journey ahead for 2022, and as always is hopefully to inspire you to think about some of these things in your life or maybe even think about different shifts that you might want to make in your life in 2022. 
So at the end of 2021, um, like I do every year, I pick my word for the year. And this year was unstoppable. And this is a word that um, it's funny because in 2020, when I was speaking my 2021 word, I was between thrive and unstoppable. And unstoppable did not felt right at the time as much as thrive did. But um, I had shared with you that I had made this bracelet with the word of the year. And last year I was wearing this bracelet that said thrive. And when I was deciding on my 2021 word, I actually made two bracelets. One with the word thrive and one with the word unstoppable. And I thought, okay, I have the word for next year already pick up. And when I was doing the exercise in 2021 for my 2022 word, I think I was very much influenced by the fact that I had this bracelet with the word unstoppable on it. And even though I went through the whole exercise and I look at many words and I was tempted to change it, but I, I, I sticked with um, unstoppable. And then when I came back from my trip and I did this re-looking at all my work and re-reflecting, I asked myself, what does unstoppable mean for me? And I think that while the word is the same and I might consider changing it, even though the year has already started, um, I think unstoppable for me right now means something different than what it meant back in 2020 when I picked the word, right? So when I picked the word back in 2020, unstoppable meant for me um, or implied for me hustling and working really hard and non-stopping regardless of anything that came my way. And this year, as I look at the word unstoppable on the bracelet that I'm wearing every day, um, it means something different for me. And I think you're going to discover what that is when I share what are these 10 shifts that I'm making in 2022. And let me tell you that I did um, consider changing my word. And I would say I'm sticking to unstoppable for now, just with a different meaning. But I think it's okay if you need to change. And I wanted to share this experience with you because I think a lot of times we make decisions like this, like picking a word for the year, and then we think we need to stick to it. And we feel obligated to stick to it. Obligated is probably too harsh of a word, but you know what I mean. And I think it's okay to change those things at any point in time, to change your direction at any point in time, to reconsider who you are or who do you want to become at any time. And I will be doing a podcast episode um, soon um, that is very related to this, but I thought I would share this thought now um, before I jump in into this 10 shifts. So anyways, hopefully this makes any sense to you. Uh, for a while, it didn't make any sense to me, but I am 
more and more finding the meaning in all of these events and all of these things and in all the lessons that I am learning in this process, right? I've always been very clear about many things and always be very resilient in moving forward to that ideal. And now I'm sitting here and thinking, hmm, I need to do more deep thinking and more soul searching for myself this year. So here are my 10 shifts. Shift number one is radical clarity. When I said shifts can be things that you completely change, things that you completely stop, or new things that you start, or things that you increase or decrease the intensity. I think for me, this one is one where I am increasing the intensity. I've always, always have searched for clarity. I think clarity is so important. And I talked about clarity before many times in this podcast. I've always told you, you can't go after a dream if you're not crystal clear on what is that you want. And for me, radical clarity, I use the word radical intentionally because for me is increasing the intensity of that is about connecting with my why, but not staying with that first why, but really digging further and search for the why beneath the why. Like peel the layers. It's like an onion, right? That you're peeling the the layers of, of your why. And for me, that is what, um, what I want to do in 2022 like really go deep and deeper into my purpose, into my why. Um, And also to use that as my compass during the year. And every time that I am making a decision, starting a new project, considering a new idea, connecting that back to my why and be very, very intentional about anything that I do, how does it connect to my why? Shift number two, um, also one that I am increasing the intensity is gratitude and appreciation. And you might be thinking, how can you even increase the intensity of that if you're always talking about gratitude? And that's why I added appreciation next to gratitude, because for me, they're two different things. They are cousins, if you will, or maybe brother and sister. But I think I've been very consistent in having a gratitude practice as part of my morning routine. And I have been doing other gratitude practices outside of my morning routine. And I have been increasing the intensity of my gratitude and my gratitude attitude um, in the last few months. But I think that a lot of times I, I acknowledge the gratitude. I see the things that I'm grateful for. I can see very clearly the blessings around me. And I very, very grateful. Um, but I think for me, increasing the intensity means 
feeling that gratitude deeper and then showing appreciation. Like appreciation is an action, right? It's the action of um, expressing that gratitude to other people. So I want to be more intentional about appreciation and showing it to other people, not just thinking about it, not just feeling it, but expressing it to others in a very proactive and selfless way. So that is shift number two. Shift number three, I think this is going to be one that is going to be hard for me but is to hustle less, to take, um, to take more intentional and inspired action. So I consider myself someone that is very hardworking person. It's part of my ethic. Um, I've always been like that. I've always think that I, if I work hard enough, I can accomplish anything that I want in my life. And that has been a work ethic that my parents really uh, install in me and that I have grown over the time. And, and for me, a lot of times, maybe you can relate to this, but how many times people ask you, how are you doing, especially at work? And, and you feel pride in saying busy. And I'm busy all the time, you know. One of the things that most people ask me is, how do I do it all? And I always say I don't, but I do more than many other people. And I've hustled a lot in the last couple of years throughout my life, but really intensified. Like I've been taking on so many projects, as I mentioned before, like I always have this cool idea in mind and I'm working on the next big thing and in the next big project. And for me, it all makes sense and excites me. And I see how I can make an impact through a lot of these things. And I think I need to tone down the intensity of my hustling and be more intentional with the actions that I take. And this go goes back to this radical clarity around my why, like really looking at every opportunity through the lenses of my purpose and my why and prioritizing that way. Um, so for me, that is one thing that it's, I know it's going to be hard because it's part of who I am. I think that, um, I find validation many times in being busy, to be honest, I found so much of my identity in working more and harder. I feel that when I describe myself, that is one way that I would describe myself. I think it, it is part of my current identity. I took pride on being busy, on being efficient, on doing a lot of things, on hustling. And what I want to be more intentional in 2022 is to be more present, to slow down, to enjoy the moments. And that doesn't mean that I'm not still headed in the same direction or that I am 
not committed because when I commit to something, I commit 110, 150%, 200% to what I'm committed. And I am continued to be as committed and dedicated and giving my best in everything that I do. But looking at my pace and not taking too much on, but really focusing on the vital few things that I know are aligned with my why and my purpose and enjoying the ride, enjoying the journey, Um, really live my life, not rush it, right? Like a lot of times I feel that I'm trying to rush my life in many aspects and life is a journey that we should enjoy. I always say it's not about the destination, it's about the journey and you need to learn how to love the journey. And I have discovered through my self-reflection that a lot of times I'm going at 100 miles per hour, not 100, 500 miles per hour, 1,000 miles per hour, and I'm missing the details. I am missing the moments of enjoying those little things that are coming along the way because I'm moving so fast. Um, and I think I, I need to allow myself to break the pattern of this business, this hustling, and enjoying more. You know, there was a quote that I used. It came up on the 6 a.m. club this week. By the way, if you're not subscribed, please, please, please go unsubscribe because um, the feedback I'm getting from the people inside the 6 a.m. club is that it's been transformational um, to their morning routines and to their day. So I'll share more about the 6 a.m. club later. Uh, but by the way, I also have got a lot of messages from people in some countries where this subscription is not available. And this is something that I didn't knew. I thought it was open worldwide, but apparently not every country has the opportunity to subscribe to the 6 a.m. club. So I want to ask you a favor. Um, You know, I shared the first week here on the Leaning Yourself podcast is open for everyone to listen. If you missed it, go listen to those five episodes of the 6 a.m. club. So it will give you an idea and a taste of what it is. And if you like it, um, this functionality is not available on Apple Podcasts, but if you go to Spotify, I'm going to put a poll question and I would love to get your opinion. Um, very simple question, yes or no. Would you like me to have the 6 a.m. club here in the Leading Yourself podcast? Like you can listen to it every day. It's open for everyone versus being a subscription. So Please go to Spotify, find the Leading Yourself podcast, find this episode if you're in a different platform. If you're in a Spotify, right there, you'll see a poll. And it would really, really appreciate your feedback um, because I'm considering doing that. Um, because at the end of the day, the reason why I'm doing this is to make an impact in your life and the life of everyone who listens to this podcast. So, your opinion is very important. So please head to Spotify and let me know. But back to today's topic, 
Um, this week, one of the quotes that I randomly picked on the 6 a.m. club, and I think this was because of Martha Luther King Jr. Day last week that we celebrated here in the United States. But there is a um, quote from Martin Luther King that says, if I cannot do great things, I can do small things in a great way. And I think I'm always chasing the great things. I always want to do the great things. Um, and I'm passionate about making an impact and doing big things. And I think this year, what I need to realize is that not always I can do the big things. Not always is going to be what is most aligned to that deep why or to my priorities in this moment in my life. And that doesn't mean that I cannot make an impact. Like I still can do small things in a great way and still continue to make the impact that I want to make. So that is shift number three. Shift number four is to tune in with my intuition. I am a very logical person. And every time that I need to make an important decision, I go to my logic. I go to my brain and I analyze the, the decision. I analyze the situation. And um, a lot of times my intuition have gives me hints um, that I have not listened to because I'm always trying to rationalize every decision that I make. So I, this year, I want to work on tuning in with my intuition. I know that at this point in my life, um, through all the experiences that I've been through in my life, through all the things that I've been exposed to, to all the things that I've learned, um, to how much I've grown. Um, my intuition is very well developed. I just need to listen to it more often. And this one is very related to shift number five, which is embrace uncertainty, take risk, and go with the flow. Um, let me repeat it one more time. Embrace uncertainty. And this one is very related to shift number five, which is embrace uncertainty, take risk, and let and go with the flow. Um, let me repeat it one more time. Embrace uncertainty, take risk, and go with the flow. I think a lot of times um, I just need to accept what it is, acknowledge what it is and how it makes me feel, accept that some things that I cannot control because a lot of times I feel that I don't consider myself a control freak, but I have realized in, in doing a lot of self-reflection and, and working on my self-awareness that I do like to have control. I do like have control of the things happening in my life and around me. And that creates sometimes a lot of stress. And I need to accept what it is, acknowledge what it is and how it makes me feel, acknowledge that there are things that I can't control, um, accept and be confident that sometimes there are things that are what they are 
and that they should pass like everything else, right? Like the pandemic, I can't control the pandemic. I can adapt, I can be flexible, I can go with the flow of what's happening instead of trying to be in control of what happens and then end up being disappointed because it doesn't happen the way I wanted, but I was never in control. So I need to accept what it is, acknowledge that it is what it is and that I cannot control it, accept that there are things that just should pass like anything else and surrender and go with the flow. So that is um, shift number five. I think this one also might be a little bit hard for me at times because as I said, I, I don't consider myself a control freak, but I do like to control the course of my life. And um, I need to acknowledge that I can control everything and that sometimes I need to lower my intensity and go more with the flow and take risk. And that I want those risks to be also um, as a result of following my intuition and not rationalizing every decision that I make. Shift number six, show up as my true, authentic, whole self without holding back any part of myself. Um, this is one that I want to intensify as well. I have been pushing myself outside of my comfort zone to really show up as my authentic self. There's been things, and I have shared previously in the podcast, that I have hold back that I was afraid of sharing because of what other people might think or, um, yeah, how would people will take it. And I think I need to stop holding back and be more aware when I do it because a lot of times I'm not even aware that I'm holding back. I believe, I think that I'm showing up as my whole authentic self but then when I go back and reflect on the situation, there's been situations where I wasn't. I was showing as myself, but maybe not as my whole self. Maybe not going all in or all out um, in sharing my thoughts or what I'm doing. Um, I share with you that at the beginning when I started this podcast, um, I didn't even want to talk about it at work because I was so afraid of what people would think about me doing a podcast. Um, and now I share it in social media all the time. And that has given me a sense of freedom, the sense of relief that I can be myself and share what it's in my mind and, and share what I'm passionate about with everyone, right? I don't have to hold back any piece of myself in any circumstance or with anyone that I am. Like I'm not having to pick what parts of myself I show up, but just show up whole and authentically, unapologetically as myself in every situation with every person. Um, and of course, you need to adapt to the situations, right? I'm not saying that I'm going to have zero filters. I think you need to 
tailor to your audience always. That is key in good communication. Um, but what I'm talking about is not repressing parts of myself or holding parts of myself back. Uh, shift number seven, uh, focus on and protect my energy. So I want to focus on being at a high vibrational frequency and focusing on creating energy and protecting my energy. And how does that look for me is, one, doing things that help me increase my energy levels. And I've talked about some of the things that I personally do to have and maintain high energy. And I'm probably going to be talking more about that this year in the podcast because it's one of the things that I'm focusing on this year. But really focusing on being always at a high vibrational frequency. And for me, that means trying always to be passionate, be joyful, be grateful, um, enjoying the moment, as I said before, like bringing my high energy to everything that I do. So I want to hustle less, but be more intentional, as I said before. So whatever I'm working on, I want to bring on all my energy, uh, whether is things at work, whether is my personal projects like the podcast, whether is the relationships in my life, which I'll talk about a little bit more in a minute, um, whether is anything, right? I want to bring my best energy to every interaction that I have, to everything that I do, and really be very intentional about also protecting that energy. So for me, it might look like uh, I've been doing um, social media audit, for example, and I'm going through, I've shared this before because it's not the first time that I do it, but I'm very, very much intentional this time, more than ever before. Um, this social media audit is basically going through my feeds in social media and looking at what brings me positive energy and what doesn't. And if there is an account that right now in this point of my life is not bringing positive things and positive energy, I'm going to mute those accounts or I'm going to unfollow those accounts. And I'm going to look for things that inspire me, that bring the best, highest vibrational frequency. Because um, I think your environment plays a really important piece in, in protecting your energy. Also, looking at what people I am surrounding myself with and who I am spending most time with and making sure that I am surrounding myself with people that are helping me stay in that high vibrational energy, uh, that high vibrational frequency. So, that was number seven. Number eight, um, setting clear boundaries. I have been changing my boundaries in the last two years. The pandemic forced me to reevaluate my boundaries, change my boundaries. And when I talk about boundaries, I'm talking about boundaries for myself and with myself and boundaries with, with others. 
And, you know, many times I set boundaries and I have stick to many of them, but I have let go of others because they were an inconvenience to other people because things got on the way and, you know, back to this hustle mentality and this busyness, um, I did not respect some of my own boundaries. And this year, I want to be better about setting clear boundaries for myself that help me protect my energy and protect my priorities, Um, but also being better at communicating those boundaries to others and respecting those boundaries myself. Number nine, um, and let let me say that these shifts are not in any particular order. It's not that one is more important than the other. I just thought they kind of flow because some are related to each other. So I want to make sure that it flowed in the conversation today, but by any means, they are in a particular order. So shift number nine, nourish relationships. This was one of the things that I realized when I went on my trip that I always say that relationships are one of my priorities in life, like my marriage, my kids, the relationship with my parents, with my siblings, with my friends. Um, I always have put family and friendship and relationships as part of my values and part of my priorities. And I realized that um, even though I say it, not always... I walk the talk. And there's been instances where I have prioritized other things over relationships, um, like work, for example, or my projects, or other things. And I want to be more mindful in 2022 about what are the relationships first that I want to nourish this year. What are the relationships that are top priority for me, like my husband, my kids, my parents, my siblings, my best friends, and really make sure that I walk the talk and that I'm always making those a priority and that I don't find other excuses in other areas of my life or other things going on in the moment. Um where I prioritize those things over my relationships. Like I found myself the other day, um, I had someone schedule a meeting with me. And at that time, I had to go pick up my kids from school. And I'm like, okay, I'll just take the meeting on the car and whatever. This meeting wasn't urgent. Uh, Was it important? Yes, but it wasn't urgent. It didn't have to happen at that time that I was picking up my son from school and I got home and I felt guilty. I felt guilty because that was the one opportunity I had to talk to my son on the way back home. Like when any time that I get to pick him up from school, which he rides the bus, but that week we didn't have bus. So I had to pick him up and I was really looking forward every day to go pick him up because on our drive back home, it was like this time where we can talk. Like we are stuck with each other in the car 
and they're, you know, um, it's a good time to talk about how his day went and what he had for lunch at school and what's going on, you know, with things at school or with his friends. And I treasure those conversations with my son. He's almost a teenager. He's a preteen. So I know that not always I'm going to have the opportunity to have that precious time with him. And I'm like, I shouldn't have prioritized this meeting over that conversation or that opportunity for a conversation with my son. So that's what I mean about walking the talk. So being very clear on which relationships are priority in my life and really act in accordance and make those people feel that they are my priority. You know, a lot of times unintentionally we prioritize other things and we still believe that those people are our priority, but we don't walk the talk and then they might feel that they are not a priority. And it wasn't our intention, but as I said, we're not walking the talk. In this case, I am not walking the talk. So I want to make all those um, people feel that they are a priority in my life. And of course, nourishing relationships also goes um, on the lines of, you know, relationships with my team, with my colleagues at work, uh, meeting new people, expanding my network. I did an episode on making networking less scary which I totally recommend. Um, but I want to focus more on, on that. Starting new relationships, nourishing ex existing relationships, and those people that are most important in my life, making them feel that they are the most important thing in my life. Because I think at the end of our lives, um, I read this book once. Um, it was written by a nurse that talks about all the people that they are facing death and what are the five biggest and most common regrets that people have when they are at the end of their lives. And I think that when we are at the end of their, our lives, when I am at the end of my life, hopefully far, far away from today, um, I am not going to regret not taking that meeting. I am not going to regret not having work harder at work. I think the number one thing that I don't want to regret is that I didn't spend enough quality time with the people that matter most in my life. Um, and I think that is one of the most common regrets that people have. They wish they worked less and they pay more attention and spend more quality time and build more memories with the people that are most important in their lives. So I don't want to be in that situation. Regret is the one thing that I'm most afraid of in my life. So I'm going to walk my talk. Um, and finally, shift number 10 is invest on myself. This is something that I have been doing for the last years. Um, I have invest um, a lot of time in my personal growth, in my personal development. I'm always reading a book, listening to podcasts, taking mm, trainings and webinars and um, doing self-reflection and journaling and all the things that I do for my personal growth. And this year, I want to be intentional on how I invest in myself. Um, so I sign up for... <laughs> 
um, Unleash Her Power Within, which is a program powered by Tony Robbins. Um, and it's a 10-week program that I am starting actually today. Um, so I'm embarking in this journey for the next 10 weeks. As part of that, I will be attending Unleash the Power Within with Tony Robbins, um, a four-day immersion program with Tony Robbins. It's something that I have been wanting to do for so long. And I think it wasn't just, it, it wasn't the right time for me. I wasn't ready to make that investment, um, both financially, time-wise, focus-wise, energy-wise. And this year, I think, is the right time. So I am going to be going through this program and finding other also ways to invest in myself throughout the year, not only related to my personal growth, but also to um, my well-being, my health. Like I want to make myself a priority and again, walk the talk when I say I make myself a priority. So that is... Um, shift number 10. And this one is just, um, I don't, I wouldn't even say increasing the intensity, but increasing the intentionality of this investment. Okay. I know today was longer than usual, but I hope you liked today's podcast episode. I really had a lot of fun sharing with you this 10 shifts that I'm making in 2022. And if you walk away with anything is we are constantly reinventing ourselves, consciously or unconsciously. So let's do it consciously. I'm going to be talking more about reinventing yourself this year in the podcast. Um, that is actually the uh, the word that I am going back and forth on should I change the word of 2022 from being unstoppable to reinvention. But um, regardless of what the word is, I think this year for me, as you can deduct from what I've shared, is going to be a, a year of reinvention. And I want to invest in myself this year and reinvent myself this year. And as I said, Unstoppable continues to make sense for me, but I see Unstoppable through a different lens now that I did a year ago. It means something different. And I think it might be a paradox here, but you know, when I thought about Unstoppable, the first time that I came out with this word had to do with putting a lot of intensity to everything that I do and hustling a lot and doing a lot and working hard. And now for me, unstoppable means radical clarity, intention, right? And walking the talk and resilience and consistency and all the things that I keep talking about in the podcast through the different episodes. Anyways, I don't want to make this longer than it is. I hope, again, that you enjoyed today's podcast episode. I hope that as you're listening to what I'm thinking and the shifts that I'm very intentional on making this year, it inspires you to reflect on your own and think of what are shifts that you 
need and want to make in your life this year. So you can live a 2022 that is really fulfilling. I talked about finding fulfillment this year in the previous podcast episode. If you missed it, really recommend you catching up with that one. Because at the end of the day, if you and I were having a cup of coffee at the end of this year, and we were chatting about how 2022 went, I would hope that you describe 2022 as a year of fulfillment, a year where you found fulfillment, when you felt fulfillment. Um, And I think in order to find fulfillment, you need to be intentional. So my question for you is, what shifts do you need and want to make in your life this year? So you can say at the end of 2022, this this was one of the best years of your life. Okay, with that, as always, I'm going to ask you a big favor. If you like today's podcast episode, make sure that you share it with a friend, with a colleague at work or in social media. If you share it in social media, be sure to tag me. So I can personally thank you for spreading the word. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook as Leading Yourself Podcast. With that, I hope you have an amazing day and I will see you here again next week for another episode of the Leading Yourself Podcast.